Hi, this is Dr. Catherine Close, and today we'll be mapping somatic dialogue on the 15-minute matrix. Welcome to the 15-Minute Matrix. I'm Andrea Nakayama, functional medicine nutritionist and your host. This is the podcast that brings you bite-sized insights and lessons on the clinical relevance of the functional nutrition matrix, the most important tool in functional medicine and functional nutrition. The matrix is so important, not only because it causes us to stop and assess, but also because it reminds us of three very important factors in our care, our recommendations, and our outcomes. Everything is connected. We are all unique and all things matter. Be sure to head over to this episode's show notes at 15minutematrix.com if you'd like to see today's topic mapped on a downloadable matrix to remind you of these critical aspects of care. Today on the 15 Minute Matrix, I'll be speaking with Dr. Catherine Close. Dr. Catherine Close is a naturopathic physician specializing in reproductive health, pelvic floor, and uterine myofascial release therapy. Her work with patients is aimed at addressing not only physical symptoms, but also deeply held emotional and energetic patterns held within the body. She is the creator of Somatic Dialogue, a somatic mindfulness technique which brings awareness and resources to physical symptoms in the body. She's created a six-month training called Integrative Pelvic Therapy, which teaches practitioners pelvic floor and uterine myofascial release, somatic techniques, and botanical medicine for women's health. She is a mother of two boys and teaches with her husband, Scott Close, who is the author of Pacific Northwest Medicinal Plants, linked in the show notes. Dr. Catherine, we met years ago, and I am so thrilled to reconnect with you. Welcome to the 15-Minute Matrix. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here. We are talking about an important topic and a topic that I know you dive deep into, and that's somatic dialogue. Can you start us out, Dr. Catherine, just by articulating what that means? Sure. Somatic dialogue is a technique that I developed, and it was really through my work with patients one-on-one. So when somebody was talking about their digestive issue or their migraines or their menstrual cramps, and as they're talking in that in that intake that we're all very familiar with, I noticed that certain emotions that were coming up were connected with whatever they were talking about, whether it was their digestion or their migraines or their menstrual cramps. And so I started to use this technique to have them to have them tune in to what was going on emotionally. And so it's basically a mind-body technique that that identifies the emotional underpinnings of deeply held somatic patterns in people's bodies. And it's just by bringing awareness. So when the person was talking about their digestion and I could see a pained look in their face, in that moment I would say, "Can we just can we just stop for one second and what's going on for you? How are you feeling?" And different emotions would arise. Like I'm feeling a, some a tightness in my belly, hmm. and I'd have them breathe into it. And 
oh, so how does that, how does that tightness make you feel anxious? And then we get to talk about their anxiety and so, and it, it goes deeper than that. So it's just a way to get to those emotional roots of what's happening beyond the physical symptoms. I really love that. And the idea that part of the dialogue is in the therapeutic partnership. And part of the dialogue is a person being able to speak with themselves and their own bodies and symptoms. Yeah, absolutely. And so basically, I, as a naturopathic physician, a lot of times we have student interns shadowing us. And so my student interns would, would be like, oh my goodness, how did you do that? And and I was like, yeah, what, what I'm doing here is pretty profound. And they, my student interns wanted to learn how to do it. So I started to watch what what I was doing and came up with a series of questions and prompts that I could replicate. And so I teach classes now with how to guide, how to guide practitioners to help patients uncover what these underlying emotional patterns are, and then to, to develop a resource that can help them in those Uh, emotional states. I love that. And we'll link to your training in the show notes. And I really also appreciate, you know, what it means to have to teach other practitioners. It's almost like we have to take off our own skin and recognize like, what am I doing that other people aren't doing? Because we don't necessarily think of it like that. I'm wondering if you could share some of the types of questions that help us kind of crack that dialogue open. So first of all, I'll lead people through a body scan and say, okay, so where are you feeling sensation or tension or tightness or pain in your body? And like, for example, let's say they feel it in their heart and then I'll have them just breathe into it. Okay, so so describe it. So they can really go inside of themselves and describe what's happening there. It feels like a, a rock in my heart. It feels really dense. And so then I'll just we'll just spend some time breathing in to that density, into that sensation that they're feeling. And then I'll have them see if they can make that sensation bigger. Mm. So it just really guide them into it. And then once they're in it, a question I ask is, so how does it feel to be in that density? And typically people will say, you know, scared or sad or, you know, angry or irritated. And then I just say, I welcome that emotion. Okay, so right now there's some irritation here. And I say, okay, so now just breathe into this irritation. Is this something, is this irritation something that you feel regularly? And they're like, yeah, I feel it all the time. So then I just have them become aware. It's like a mindfulness. Okay, so here's this irritation. This is something that's really familiar to you. Let's just be with it. And then and then I have them say, okay, I think one of the key questions, and you can use this any time in your life. I use it on myself all the time, is so in this state of irritation or fear, what am I really needing that I'm not getting? Hmm. And that's a really important question because it's usually it boils down to I'm needing safe. I'm needing to feel safe. Mm -hmm. I'm needing to feel loved. I'm needing to feel strong or supported. And so helping people identify what they're really needing behind those emotional states so that I can help bring that to them. So the next important thing within this dialogue 
is helping people resource with connection, with safety, with love, with support. And so the way that I do that, that have them visualize, okay, so what's a symbol using your own body? What's the first symbol that comes to your mind? It could be a plant, a person, a place that that really represents that love or that safety. And, you know, maybe they'll say, my grandma. And so I'll say, okay, let's call your grandma in to be with you right now, to be with this place inside that feels lonely or anxious, and then have them connect in with their hearts to whatever they're really needing. And that can be really helpful for people to just get awareness about this unmet need that's underneath this this core emotion that's underneath that is their is their physical symptom. Right. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. I mean, I have so many questions for you. I'm jotting down notes, Dr. Catherine. Where do you think we got so disconnected from our bodies in standard care that you saw a need to kind of bring it back? Yeah. Well, I think especially in Western medicine, where all the modalities are so split up, you know, there's therapy, there's, you know, being a physician, there's all of these different modalities, and it gets to be very mechanistic, but we're completely holistic beings. And so where I was feeling unsatisfied as a physician is, you know, giving people herbs, which are so wonderful. And, you know, we give so much to our patients, but just feeling like, oh, there's a whole nervous system component going on here. And as we know, like the nervous system is so important for regulating digestion. And if we're in the fight or flight, or if we're in the parasympathetic, that really matters with our digestive system. And so, and then those emotions really regulate how we're, our nervous system is operating. And so I feel like we've kind of lost track by compartmentalizing the person into like just physical symptoms or just emotional, but we're actually these whole, whole beings. So I use this technique to, to really flesh out the whole being of the person and to really get in there. Yeah. So well said. And I was going to ask you about its connection to thinking about the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. And I'm sure as you experienced how challenging it is to even usher people into their healing potential when they're constantly in that sympathetic state, they may even take all the things that you're recommending or do all the things but they're not connected with themselves and their process and their own internal journey. Exactly. And that's why that's why this mindfulness practice can be really helpful to help them identify, Oh, wow, I am really upregulated right now. I'm really in an anxiety state. Okay. So what am I really needing? Like what's driving this state of anxiety? Oh, it's really coming from that. I don't feel safe. Okay. Wow. I didn't realize I didn't feel safe. So what are those things I need on an internal level to help me feel safe? And so lots of the times I work also with my partner, Scott Close, and he works with psycho-spiritual aspects of plant tinctures of the Pacific Northwest. So for example, if somebody's feeling like they really need boundaries, I'll give them yarrow. And so then they can take that yarrow home with them. And every time they're feeling you know, that they need more fortification with their boundaries, they can just take a a few drop doses of yarrow. Or if they're feeling like they need that love and connection, they can take a few drop doses of hawthorn. 
or, you know, and so the list goes on with all of the different remedies that can be a nice way to bridge it into the day to day. Right. Making it a practice. I'm going to ask you a question that is a little personally revealing and has a question baked into it. So I tend to be a person who's very in touch with my physical symptoms. Like I can know if something's off pretty quickly. When it comes to emotions, I think I'm also pretty connected, but I I, I also recognize like if somebody asks me how I'm feeling, sometimes I need a feeling wheel, like into my left brain really quickly and not my right brain. I'm like, oh, what's a feeling, right? Oh, I feel sad, happy, not. I feel like I'm thinking that, right? So I go very quickly into almost a more masculine part of myself. Mm -hmm. And I know we live in the Pacific Northwest, where there's probably even more of a masculine openness to this approach. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering how you traverse this technique for those of us, masculine, feminine, or otherwise, who may have a harder time accessing where that lives or what that feels like. Yeah, it's about if if a person can't access what the underlying feeling is. I mean, it's help to ha- helpful to have a guide. It can just also be really helpful to just bring mindfulness to the the state of tension mm-hmm. or the physical discomfort and and the pain or whatever uncomfortable sensation in the body and to just breathe into it and to be present with it whether or not you can feel associate an emotion with it or not. I mean, that's great, but that's not necessary. I think sometimes just being with the uncomfortable sensation can be so powerful to just be like, Oh, this is what's happening to me. I'm going to bring some breath and awareness here. And then you could, you could say, how does this, how does this make me feel? If you don't know, I, I don't even think it matters. I think it's just, becoming aware of what's happening on the inside. Yeah, I love that. And now that I've revealed, I always joke that I'm part dude, you know, with my emotions. But yeah, that makes total sense. When we think about this approach that you've developed, Dr. Catherine, does it have roots somewhere like polyvagal theory or where are the roots of the approach? So I was really influenced by Hakomi therapy and the polyvagal theory. And so I really, really appreciate Stephen Porges and Deb Dana's work with the polyvagal theory. And and really also Kristen Neff is another really phenomenal researcher in compassion. And all of these body-based awareness practices are really there to help us understand what's happening in our nervous system in the background. You know, what's driving our thoughts, what's driving our feelings, what's driving our actions. And really, it comes down to our past patterning and our traumas and how we were our conditioning, how we were raised in the world, and to bring mindful awareness to it. And so that that's where I was influenced, really, with it. Yeah, it makes sense. So much good work there. When we go back to some of the herbs that you referenced, the yarrow and the hawthorn, are there other mediators or things in addition to the dialogue that help us to be in that internal dialogue that are part of that daily use or practice? I mean, I really like just having 15 minute meditation practice to just feel what's happening inside of my own body 
to help identify if I'm feeling anxious or if there's pain in my body to just breathe awareness into it. So I really like to offer the recommendation for people to just have 15 minutes of breathing and awareness of what's happening inside of their bodies. And the herbs, the drop doses of herbs, there's, you know, flower essences, which can be really helpful for emotional, emotional aspects of healing. But I also like to use the drop doses of the tinctures because you can actually taste taste the plants. Hmm. So, I mean, I'll just plug in Scott Close. He wrote, he's my husband, and he wrote Pacific Northwest Medicinal Plants. And so he is a master medicine maker and has really spent a lot of time developing the psycho-spiritual properties of the plants of the Pacific Northwest. And so I use those a lot for people to access in their day-to-day when they feel like they need a little bit of support on that emotional level. Of course, you can use the plants for all sorts of medicinal properties, but in the context of the somatic dialogue, we just use tiny drop doses to help resource people. I love that. I love thinking about it as resourcing our bodies and our whole nervous system. And we will also link to Scott's book in the show notes. Dr. Catherine, thank you so much for the work you do and for sharing your wisdom with us today. Oh my gosh, it's such a pleasure. And I I really appreciate The 15-Minute Matrix is brought to you by me, Andrea Nakayama, and the Functional Nutrition Alliance. Check out the latest in functional nutrition at functionalnutritionlab.com forward slash blog. The 15-Minute Matrix is produced, mixed, and edited by Rowan Bradley with production support from Natalie Merrill and the team at the Functional Nutrition Alliance. You can find episodes on all kinds of topics with more incredible guests at our podcast website, 15minutematrix.com. And if you'd like to be notified by email each week about our podcast releases, head on over to 15minutematrix.com forward slash notify. Also, please feel free to get in touch with us. We would love to hear your thoughts, your feedback, and who you'd like to hear next on the podcast. You can email us at ask at 15minutematrix.com. Thank you.